Hey, how you doing? I know that for the past few days it's been really hot and you're looking for something to cool down and quench your thirst. Well, I have the thing for you. Random tequila. The tequila you never get to drink. I want to thank Random Tequila for cooling down our listeners. Thank you, Random Tequila. Let's talk about the episode breakdown. We'll be talking about the Federal Reserve, uh, the border town, and how I could be beating Donald Trump at his own game. I don't know. Stay tuned for that one. And quickie news towards the end. Let's get it. All right. So you might want to sit down for this one. Obviously, I've been listening to a few things here and there about the Federal Reserve. And know your usual, they control everything kind of theory, but... Um, the other day I heard somebody talking about it and the way they are handling the pandemic, like they're printing more money. And I'm like, how are they printing more money? Is that the checks that we're getting? I guess that could be it. And, you know, the guy was talking about how that's the wrong way to go about it. And that if the pandemic hits and you don't have enough funds to support yourself, like you should just deal with it and if you lose your business you lose your business like he was saying that if you cannot survive this giving you free money will be the worst thing to do which i'm not totally against but the way he talks about it he's kind of like heartless i was like yeah if you're done you're done you know what i'm saying so he was just talking like back in the days like in the 30s or whatever Americans had had enough money for a rainy day, but now everybody's expecting a handout. And I understand what he's saying, but at the same time, I don't know if that's the right thing to do. I don't have the answers to anything, really. I'm just trying to figure out what's the best thing to do, but I just can't come up with anything right now. But yeah, he's like... At some point, the dollar is going to be overvalued and it's going to collapse. And I've been hearing about the, the dollar being devalued and investing in gold since, you know, the dawn of mankind. Like as soon as the dollar went off the gold standard, from that moment on, people are um, predicting the end of the dollar as the main currency. So... I don't know. What's the situation? Should I invest in gold? Should we be investing in gold? I don't know. And I was listening to this dude. And I was like, man, this is all crazy. So the people who control the Federal Reserve, they're out there making more money without money being put into the economy. Like, I, I don't understand how that works. And it is funny because... I went to college for business. I swear the way they cram stuff in your head, like every week is a new topic. Like you don't have time to stop and kind of like refresh, pr practice again, review. There's none of that. This is what new today. And then next week we'll do something else. And so I'm like, what are we doing here? Like I barely, I'm barely grasping the concept of this new thing that you're showing me now. How am I going to learn a new thing? And I guess it's up to me to just like review by myself. 
But man, ain't reviewing. You know I'm not reviewing. So that's why you shouldn't be listening to me. Other than that, going back to the whole um, Federal Reserve, you know the whole deal of them being controlled by the Illuminati. There's a group of people who are like ruling the world and you don't know about them. They have a secret society. I mean, I don't know if that's true, but it is entirely possible. I wouldn't put it in the realm of fantasy. It's definitely possible to have that. Humans are um, very malleable, especially when it comes to power. Having said that, I don't know how this whole economy is going to end up because the guy, even though he was kind of like an asshole, like I got that feeling when I was listening to him. Like, oh man, he's kind of a douche, but he's kind of right. If they're just printing money, whether that will be with a stimulus check or maybe with extra money during unemployment, I don't know where this money is coming from. And I don't know if inflation is going to come to play at some point. According to him, it is going to come into play and the dollar is going to collapse. And I was panicking there for a minute. But then I was like, wait a minute, what does this guy know about anything? Like, he's just telling me his opinion. Granted, the guy is supposed to be some sort of, like, business guy, some economist or whatever. But it's not like he's working in the, you know, Federal Reserve. It's not like he knows the guy who gave the order to start printing more money. So he's, I think... If, if you want me to be honest, I think that guy is also panicking. And the way he's rationalizing what's going on is by coming up with all this stuff. So I don't know what's going to happen, but I hope it ends up well. And I know somebody that dislikes people who are on unemployment. And I'm like, it's not their fault that they are on unemployment unless you are. Because there is truth to everything. There are people out there who don't need to be on unemployment, but they are just because they can. But during this pandemic, for the most part, people are just out of a job and have no way to get back to it. The way I see it, this is just to keep you alive because bills still coming in. Like the money that I was getting in the form of uh, unemployment or that extra stimulus, I was spending that back again. I wasn't keeping it. I was either paying insurance, paying for gas, paying for food. So money just keeps moving. It's not like I was just piling on just the stacks, just fat stacks of cash. So yeah, there's a lot of questions and I don't have any answers. Now moving on to the China situation. I don't know what the hell is going to happen with that because... We have this weird relationship with China where we need stuff from them so that we can do our things, make iPhones and clothing and all that stuff. And so in a way we're being hypocrites because we want the stuff we need, all the luxury and all the clothing and the sneakers and everything else. But we are not willing to look past the cruelty and all the stuff that's happening in China. They have this like group of people who are like Chinese in a way, but they're like Muslims. And they treat those people like crap over there. They put them in camps. They um, force them to work at low wages. And they mistreat them 
they pretty much slaves. They are trapped in these camps and they only go out to work and then after work they go back to their bedroom. It's like pretty much a prison, you know, and they have bunk beds in that bedroom. So a lot of times there's two people there and they violating human rights for cheap labor, labor that we end up using and therefore we are connected to that labor. What I'm thinking we should do is, and this is very controversial, so... I want you to be um, mindful of that. This is a very controversial topic. If we are participants, even if it's indirectly, if we are participants of what's happening in China by buying from them, I think this could be a solution for us. And it's going to sound horrible, but I had this idea uh, moving around in my head for a long time. And I think we could fix America and make it great again. I have the real plan, not a Donald Trump plan. I have a real plan, okay? And here's my plan. What you do is you build factories, but you build them strategically. You build them along the border. What this is gonna do is that it's gonna end up protecting the border by acting as a wall. Now, what you wanna do is every building is gonna be a two or three story building. That's gonna be a high freaking wall, okay? Because factories need to be big and we need a lot of them. So what I say is you build the factories side by side next to each other. You stagger them, right? End to end, you just build factory after factory after factory along the border until you reach the coast, either coast, okay? You just build those factories. And then in the back, the side of the factories that are facing Mexico, they're gonna have no windows. So it's gonna be essentially a wall. But in the other side, the one facing the United States, it's gonna look like a regular building with an entrance and windows and, you know, maybe a recreation area. Now what you wanna do, and this is the part that is gonna be fucked up, all right? But we are participants of that cheap labor in China anyways. So if we're gonna do it over there, fuck it, let's just bring the cruelty here. <laughs> it sounds fucked up, but listen to me. We bring the cruelty home, okay? So people coming from third world countries, they wanna come to America to work. They are gonna be the cheap labor, all right? It's not gonna be for free. We are gonna pay them, but it's gonna be really cheap. We bring them in, into those factories and then those factories not only is it going to act like a wall but people who do get get past it we're going to catch them and then put them to work it's like ah, if you need work bro you don't need to go any farther than this just work here now in that same area there's also going to be um places to sleep so so they can work and sleep there now we're not going to have them there like animals you just have something nice we also gonna paid companies who want to sell their product to go there too we're gonna install a mall it's gonna be like a town to to save you all the time and explanation i'm gonna make it easy it's gonna be a town we're gonna have a hospital you know uh emergency services we're gonna have food courts we're gonna have malls for shopping 
so that these people that are working there on their off day or whatever, they can go out and shop around. They can spend money too. So not only is this going to fix our border situation, this is going to fix our production situation. And also, this is going to help the economy because those people are going to spend some money too. Whether they want to go out and have fun, maybe they want to eat, maybe they want to buy clothing. You know, we have it all in there. It's going to be a town. It's going to be a border town. I think it's a good idea. It might sound like a cruel idea because we're going to pay them cheap. We're not going to pay these dudes, these gals. We're not going to pay them $15 an hour because that's not how we beat China. All right. We need to pay them really cheap. Now, how cheap you want to go? I'm going to leave that up to somebody who's smarter than me that can make, um, that can do the math as to how much is too little. But I'm just putting the idea out there so whoever can figure this out and kind of polish it for me and put it in action, then go ahead and do it because this is the way to do it. We build a border town. There it is. I just fixed it. I fixed the problem and I made America great again. <laughs> Get a border town. Let me just give you some quick news before I leave. Kanye finally apologized to Kim and it looks like that kind of settled down. I don't know if he's still running or not, but that's something. The chain smokers came under fire for having a concert and not having the proper spacing between people. And so people, you know, went crazy online because, you know, ideally you wouldn't have a concert during this pandemic. And even though we're kind of slowing down, at least in New York, it's still kind of tricky to get people to behave, especially in a concert setting. Another thing we're also expecting to see another stimulus check to be cut to the people Um, I'm looking forward for that check, but like I said um, at the top of the show, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I don't know how they're printing money. I don't know where they're getting this money. Are we going to end up paying the money later on in taxes or inflation? That's all I got for you guys today. Stay busy, stay active, and I'll see you on the next one.